Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Friday night football this evening, Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. They will kick off in about an hour. We got the Elks and the Lions on 6.30, Ched, tomorrow, 3.30 for the countdown to kick off with Brandon Escott. Then we got Morley Scott, Dave Campbell describing the action at 5 o'clock. Blake Dermott will uh, bring you some extra analysis. Uh, the Riverhawks playing tonight at 7 against the Nanaimo Night Owls. They don't do well in early games, I've heard. And then tomorrow is uh, Pride Night at the Riverhawks game. The Edmonton Stingers home tomorrow to the Montreal Alliance, 7 o'clock at the uh, Expo Centre. The Stingers now 3-3 three and three on the season, and that's going to be Indigenous Celebration Night for your uh, Edmonton Stingers. So a lot to follow here on the local scene over the next couple of days. Blue Jays playing at the Texas Rangers, and that game is about to start. I got it on the big TV here in the uh, hockey studio at 6.30. Shed. My name is Reed Wilkins, by the way. Thanks a lot for joining us. Kellen Kennedy is down the hallway in the control room. Kellen, how are you doing? Doing great. Happy Friday night. Happy uh, Friday. We're, we might get a little... I, I saw that... Well, I didn't see. I heard uh, Shea Ganim's doing this... Uh, what's it called? Yacht Club music? Yacht, yacht Rock music. Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock Fridays? Or yacht Rock. I don't really understand what Yacht Rock is. I believe it's uh, Rock Day yeah. played on a yacht. We're not going to do that. Because, <laughs> well, A, uh, my yacht currently getting serviced. Ah, okay. <laughs> I, I was going to say, that, I can't first afford of all, it, so I do I, not I, I wonder how many people are listening own a yacht. I, I'm going to guess it's a very small percentage of our listeners, perhaps even zero. Mm-hmm. But you never know. I mean, there are uh, lakes and rivers in the area. And I guess when I think of a yacht, I think of a very big vessel. But I guess they could, there can be smaller yachts around, uh, I'm just looking them up here, around 30 feet, I guess, could be considered a yacht. Ah, uh, okay. Anyway, uh, we're not going to, we're going to, should we do some requests tonight? Yeah. Uh, se- se- 780-496-0063. If you want to request a song coming back from break, now we don't have a lot of these, three or four slots per hour. Yes. Uh, guitar rock. Let's face it, preferably from the 80s. But, you know, you can choose other ears if you want. Guitar rock, no naughty language near the front of the song because then we can't play it or we got to skip around it, and that's a pain. 780-496-0063. If you're phoning, by the way, that's the hotline presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way. You can email the show, inside sports at 630shed.com. Follow me on Twitter. Send me a message there, at Reed Wilkins, R-E-I-D-W-I-L-K-I-N-S. So if you want to hear a song coming back from break, send it in to uh, Kellen and we'll try to play those as we uh, move along tonight. Again, guitar rock, nice nice upbeat guitar intro, something that gets us going here on a Friday night. Uh, I wonder, I don't even know how much a yacht would cost. I'm, I'm going, let's Google that. Cost of a yacht. There's probably some yacht owner listening who's furious, right? Who's really furious. How do they not know? Uh, smaller yachts can range in anywhere from $300,000 to $4 million. Wow. Okay. Well, if we pool our resources, Kellen, we had we had a guest on the show who 
quite unexpectedly unexpectedly gave a very passionate um I don't know what we'd call it perspective on on the sport of hockey in the National Hockey League, and it uh, it inspired uh, some people to uh, send us messages last night because this happened not late in the show, but at seven about seven twenty seven twenty two. Show ends at eight, and sometimes when people have correspondence they want to send, we had another guest on. We didn't really have time to get to any of it, so we you and I both got some uh, messages. Uh, coming in after our so Paul Sir was on the show last I asked him if he watched the the cup final after the Oilers were out and he said no like he was too busy and he was traveling a little bit but he also said he wasn't that into it and Paul again I think I, I thought it was just going to be a brief little answer if he watched it or what he thought he he kind of not went off in terms of being all angry or anything like that but he he went off in terms of actually having a detailed perspective to any you know hardcore hockey fan i wouldn't say paul's a hardcore fan i'd say he's a a very good sports fan and very knowledgeable but he kind of had an interesting perspective and as we know the ratings for the that was on cable in the united states maybe it's that simple maybe there are some other things going on so here is paul sir with uh i guess kind of a mild rant on the sport of hockey and I mean this sincerely. I think the greatest athletes on the world in the world are on skates playing in the NHL. I really believe that. What those athletes do absolutely blows me away. And as someone who doesn't play the sport and can't relate to it, I just I'm just I'm just uh, flabbergasted at, at what they what they do on skates. The athleticism's fantastic. It's such a great game. I cannot believe, though, <laughs> and this is where your hockey fans are going to be throwing things at the phone, but uh, I can't believe you have things in hockey like offsides. I can't believe you have <laughs> you allow the checking. You you have a you have an absolute stud, generational talent in Connor McDavid, and you allow far lesser, far less talented players to impede and slow him down. So in, in what, to, to my eye as a sports fan, I go, how can you allow that? How can that be the way the game's played and allow a player like, uh, allow lesser players to be so effective against somebody so much greater than, than, than they are, so much more skilled, but to have that impeded so much. So for me, it's, it, there are rules in hockey, the hitting, the fighting, I don't like uh, that much. And I know those are lifeblood elements of the hockey game in, in particularly traditional but something does not connect with the general sports public, Reed, because the, they've made great strides, but they still haven't broken through in terms of their perception, I believe, to put, and they should be in the same league with basketball, football, baseball. But to sports fans, they're still not, and there's got to be reasons that it doesn't connect. Okay, so that is Paul Sir. Now, basketball is his number one sport. As you know, he does a great job celebrating, promoting, growing basketball in Alberta and quite frankly in Canada he also does 3x3 stuff he's the managing director for Basketball Canada uh, grew up in the States played uh, college basketball in the States has been in Edmonton I, I don't even know at least at least 20 years I've known I've known Paul uh, 15 years maybe a little longer now so you know well established in Edmonton understands hockey well enough from being in a city that is incredibly passionate about the Oilers and the NHL and he watches the Oilers quite frequently 
and he's told me in the past how much how great he thinks and as skilled McDavid is and how much he likes watching him. But he so that is his perspective, and he brought up things that many of you will say at times: clutching, grabbing, lowest common denominator, you know, officiating, all that kind of stuff. So I, I thought that was interesting. Paul said that, and as he said, he is a as a basketball person. Uh, said that he thinks the best athletes in the world are hockey players, and that's because you got the ability of, of skating combined with all the other hand-eye f- physical strength stuff that you have to do. Uh, and then he said at the end there, how come hockey is not a- as a- as watched, and he's talking about in the States, as you know, football, basketball, and, uh, and baseball. And I, I guess if you're talking the states in some parts of the world, you know, high certainly college sports, high school football in some parts of the states, you know, auto racing, NASCAR in some parts of the states, depending on. Where. So his argument is hockey should uh, be better, be better received, better viewed, especially in the states. Why isn't it? He said something's going on, and, and as he alluded to there, he thinks that the star players are ultimately too impeded and, and can't go out there and do what they want to do. Hmm, have we ever talked about that before? 780-496-0063 if you want to weigh in. So Paul uh, inspired some people to write in last night. I got an email here, inside sports at 630shed.com, from another individual named Paul. This came into my inbox, I think, just after 8 last night. Uh, he said, uh, read in, in regards to Mr. Sir's comments, imagine Michael Jordan or Steph Curry being stood up at half court by a defender and then held and clutched the whole possession. That is what it looks like like that is what it looks like Connor McDavid has to deal with all the time the NBA was smart when they disallowed holding arm bars and hands-on defensive checks scores were at historic lows in the late 90s and early 2000s because of all the physical play the NBA does a much better job than the NHL of unleashing the offensive abilities of their best players because they don't allow the level of holding the NHL does so that's from a, a listener named Paul last night now we should clarify this we gotta, we gotta still have facts around this. In the NHL last season, the uh, the average goals per game per team was 3.18, which is the highest it's been since it was 3.24 in 93-94. So that's basically 30 years, but most offensive season in in 29-30 years. So. We, we do have to say that. I mean, this isn't an era of, uh, you know, a lot of uh, 2-1 games with 15 shots on goal for each team. The save percentage this past season that just ended regular season was 9.04. Lowest that has been since 05-06, coming out of the lockout, a lot of power plays that season when it was 9.01. So the offense is trending up. There are a lot of skilled players on display. Here in Edmonton, the, the, the Oilers' power play is literally one of, if not the best power plays of all time. If it's not the best of all time, it's in the top three. So there is scoring. Now, maybe you're saying, okay, Reed, but if it's a truly offensive league, there shouldn't need to be penalties for players to score. They should be able to do it when it's even strength, which it is for most of the game. So uh, last night as well. Uh, Sandra says, interesting comments from Paul, sir, on your show, Reed. Personally, more 7, 5, 6, 4, and 9, 8 games might be good for the sport if gaining new fans is a true motivation for the NHL. I really feel I'm watching a game that has self-imposed restrictions placed on itself. It allows lesser talent to negate greater talent not by skill but by force okay can you hold can you slash 
uh, can you slash a really good player on the other team and only get a one-game suspension and then win the Stanley Cup? I wonder if that's ever happened. Uh, so a few more messages. Kellen, give me give me one of yours here before we break, and then we'll keep rolling with yeah, this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I believe the user's name is Scrood, as in uh, Brian Scrudlin, S-K-R-U-D-D, former Panther. Okay, I, I doubt this is actually Brian Scrudlin. I don't think it, it maybe is. Maybe it's Scrud. I don't know. Hey, maybe it's Scrud, too. But anyway, Scrud, uh, <laughs> Scrud, he texted in and said, maybe Maybe Paul Sir needs to replace that overeducated gorilla, uh, gorilla Peros. <laughs> Seems to understand that we, the fans, want to see superstars putting up ridiculous numbers. I don't spend my hard-earned money on streaming packages and game tickets to watch Keegan Colasar hook people in a neutral zone. That's from uh, Screwed or Scrud. Uh, what did he? Uh, what did he call George Peros? An overeducated gorilla. Overeducated okay. gorilla. Well, that's okay. Well, a little bit of name-calling there. We can do without that. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the other argument. If you are watching sports, you, you're you watching generally to be entertained. Now, we know in Canada and in oil country, uh, sometimes it's like more of a, a religion than a sport or whatever really intense uh, way you want, <laughs> you want to describe it. But you, you want to sit down and you want to see action, whether it's goals or uh, or hits or saves. You, you want to see action and you want to see scoring chances. So, yes, do, do people go to a game to see Keegan Colasar uh, do whatever he does? I mean, though, I think body checking. Like, I wouldn't agree with Paul that hitting is a detriment to hockey. I, I love body checking. I would think sometimes... Uh, you know, illegal hits or holding or interference are a detriment to, to hockey. Anyway, we, we have a few more things to get to here. There were some interesting comments coming in. Uh, you can send more in or give me a call, 780-496-0063. It is Friday night. It is Inside Sports on 630 Chet. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. You know, it's interesting. A buddy randomly said to me the other day, why is the WHL team in Lethbridge called the Hurricanes? There's never been a hurricane there. And I was like, I don't know, man. It gets pretty windy in southern Alberta. <laughs> yeah, it feels a like a hurricane. Though. I don't know. Uh, 780-496-0063. Kellen, give me a couple here before the news. By the way, that was Megan texting Oh, in, thank you, Megan. Uh, Rocky like a hurricane by the Scorpions for return there. And, uh, yeah, get your requests in. It's all request Friday for sure. Uh, we got a text in from Bert's other roommate <laughs> saying fans complain <laughs> that they want more offense, but at the same time complain about any radical rule changes that would allow more offense. You you can't have both tradition and progress. That's from Bert's other roommate. Oh, that's profound. You can't have both tradition and progress. Okay. Sounds like an alternate. Bert's other roommate. So not Ernie, I guess, would be the reference there. Scandalous. Jeez, let's, let's, uh, all right. <laughs> and Adam texts in and says, Dana White lit into the NHL, claimed they're too old-minded and completely lost on the younger generation, and he is 100% correct. That is from Adam. Uh, okay, I didn't see those Dana White comments, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, are, are we, uh, are we going to lose younger fans as we go along? I don't know. That's a whole other uh, bucket of worms to dive into. 
Uh, we got plenty of more messages, by the way. David says, uh, "Not sure." Oh, David's a little sour here. Not sure why I should care what the leader of basketball, Alberta, says about the NHL, or why you would even give him a platform to do so on your show. Okay, relax, David. It's okay, buddy. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking sports. Uh, okay, a couple other good ones. I, I want to save. You have some coming in too, Kellen. Yes, I got a quick one. We can hit up. Do it. Here. Do it. Do it. Uh, unknown texter says, "Said it before. Say it again. Make the rink size bigger." Make the rinks bigger. Yeah, well, they've talked about going... I don't know if they'll ever go to the Olympic-sized rinks that are wider. The argument against that is that then the puck is even further away from the net when it's along the sideboards. So would that help offense or ultimately decrease offense? 